Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. It's 105 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. In this hour, 115, we'll hook up with Kurt Hill. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. 135 today, Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Oil Kings season came to an end yesterday. Port, uh, Portland, they've been out for a while. Prince Albert with a chance uh, to win the WHL championship, get back to the Memorial Cup. Brendan, do you know uh, the year that Prince Albert won the Memorial Cup? Manny Viveros was their star defenseman on that team. Viveros was. Late 80s? 1985. There you go. 1985. One of the toughest teams of all time. They changed the uh, WHL protocol with pregame warm-ups because Prince Albert used to go and steal the other team's nets back in the day. They had like Ken Baumgartner and Dave Manson and about six other guys that could chuck him. Second Hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, and that is Digitex. Digitex of PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money, all your devices managed at digitex.ca. All right. You're going to move over here and bang off some texts, okay? <laughs> you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Bob, unpopular opinion, but it is my belief Eric Carlson and Mike Babcock will be part of the Red Wings organization. Thanks from Andrew. So Andrew is suggesting that the Red Wings, do they not just extend their head coach? Pretty sure they did. Jeff Blaschel, who I think tries to sound like Mike Babcock. They just extended him. And surely, if they knew that Steve Eisenman was coming in as the uh, GM, would they have extended Blaschel? I don't know. But it, I, I, I will say there are some... S- Babcock's doing some interesting things there. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of looks like he's forcing the issue. You know, when he uses terms like around here and all that kind of stuff. Again, you can text us 
on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630 with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest Ford volume dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. And give us a call on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Loverboy. Loverboy coming to River Cree November 1st. Tickets on sale at uh, Ticketmaster.ca. Did Loverboy have a song on, uh, oh, what was that mid-80s movie with uh, Kevin Bacon? Footloose. Didn't they have a song on the Footloose soundtrack? I don't know. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Guests on the show also receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village. With locations Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. All right. Mentioned you can text us at 630-630. This text comes to us from the Chisler, a.k.a. the voice from the past. A one-time BCJHL goaltender. And later, a professional model. And a guy that golfed on the Golden State Tour. Here we go. Spoilers alert. Of course, we were talking about Avengers Endgame and the Battle of Winterfell over the course of the weekend. So they're both great. That's all I said, because I didn't want to upset anybody. Bob, spoilers alert. Play today's opening song every show. Have a lot to get into. 19 words of it. I hate Drake, says the Chisler. And I never got the Sopranos. Bob, Dallas Aikens will not get the Anaheim Ducks gig. Hexy is uh, definitive, plus 400 to get the Oilers gig. No pontification here, Bob. Go Avalanche. Go Knights. They got screwed. Right, Fear the Fin? Just saying. And when are you heading to Mickey Land? <laughs> Brandon, you know you're going to be doing the show for uh, a week straight? I Honestly, Bob, a little intimidated by that thought. Why? Well, what are we going to talk about how, for how 10 many, hours? Hopefully, well, hopefully there's a lot to talk you about. You might have a, that's three, that's, uh, that's, a, yeah. that's the 12th to the 18th, so you might have a lot to talk that's about. That's what I'm thinking, that's, too. I was kind of hoping it might get done before, but after just having John Shannon on the show, I'm not sure that's going to occur. Because John, you know, he's got his sources. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Dean from Hardesty says, Bob... The Stanley Cup final will be a uh, meteorologist's dream. The Carolina Hurricanes against the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, man. How... <laughs> Again, and I said it the other day when round two got started. I mean, these teams that are going, I would have rather seen the teams that get eliminated continue on in the play. You know what I mean? Not that I wasn't that disappointed that Toronto lost, just just because of the nature of some of the uh, Toronto-based media in this country. Bob, is Charlie Coyle a free agent this summer? He looks really good through the playoffs. No, he's not a free agent. He's still got term left on his deal in Minnesota. Paul Fent went into Minnesota. He traded Nino Niederreiter for um, Rask, for Victor Rask. He traded Charlie Coyle away. He got the kid from Harvard, Donato, back. And I forgot that he traded Granlund to Nashville as well. Like, he basically traded away an entire second line out of Minnesota. And this is a guy that a lot of people thought for a number of years was the guy. Paul Fenton worked with Peter Shirelli on the uh, World Cup team, the U24 team. I remember a uh, conversation once about 
Ryan Nugent Hopkins' initial exclusion from that team. Let's just say the coach was more open to the conversation than some others. Uh, and that was a team that J.T. Miller was announced as one of the first 16 players, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins wasn't. And maybe somebody might have said to somebody, well, my guess is Nugent Hopkins will be playing when you're scratching J.T. Miller at the World Cup. And ironically enough, J.T. Miller got scratched at the World Cup. All right, uh, Bob, the Vegas Golden Knights out of Drayton Valley, Alberta. This comes to us from Rob. The Vegas Golden Knights got uh, what they deserve. Five minutes was the right call. Double cross check uh, came in the back. I don't buy that. Sorry, Rob, you're entitled to your opinion. Bob, out of Grand Prairie, talk about what happens when the Calgary Flames get Jason Zucker and Ryan Reeves for next season. We're screwed. Okay. So they'll get Zucker from the Minnesota Wild. Can they do that? Like, do, do they not have to? And who are they? I'm just out of Grand Prairie. Who are they moved? Uh, that's kind of like I'm just because they got to get Matthew Kachuk resigned. They're going to need another goaltender. Do you think they buy out Neil? No. No way. It's one year. Uh, again, you can text us at 6.30, Bob John, well, no, we'll pass on that one. Um, <laughs> Jason from Sangudo. Bob, you can't have Mike Babcock and Ken Hitchcock in the same organization. There's only room for one of those. Uh, and what about Jay Woodcock in uh, Bakersfield from Jason from Sangudo? I think <laughs> Jason... Uh, Bob, it was Top Gun. What? Loverboy was in Top Gun? I thought Loverboy was in Footloose. Oh, man. What's, now, can you look up uh, Heaven in Your Eyes? I'm pretty sure Heaven in Your Eyes was in Footloose and not in Top Gun. I mean... Besides the fact that I bore a striking resemblance to Tom Cruise in 1985, actually 86 for Top Gun. Go it, for it. It was Top Gun. Heaven in Your Eyes was in. It sure was. It was in Top Gun. Can you check to see if they had a song in uh, Loverboy had a song in Footloose? I can't believe. It. I can tell you that's not at the top of the uh, food chain for me from the Top Gun soundtrack. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. I mean, that was a good song. <sighs> out of uh, VR, Greg says, Bob, who cares? Worst song ever. Out of Smoky Lake, Bob, you look like Tom Cruise's grandma. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Uh, Mike Reno did a duet. With uh, Wilson. Was it Ann Wilson? Is that who it was? In Footloose. There you go. Out of Kevin has Texas show, Bob, would Jared Spurgeon or Matthew Dumba be available for Minnesota? They're the type of guys Yoder's needs. Also, also Chris Letang out of Pittsburgh. Well, here we go. Uh, Chris Letang. There are some rumors that he might be in play from Pittsburgh. I don't see Matthew Dumba getting traded. I'll be the first to admit I was wrong on Matthew Dumba. He's turned out to be a way better defenseman than I thought he was going to be. Spurgeon, I'm not surprised. Okay, 
Not not surprised that he's turned out to be as good as he was. Give the Wild credit. They stepped up and signed him after the Islanders drafted him, didn't get him signed. Bob, thoughts on Rod Peterson saying Ken Holland is going to be the next GM? I'd say it's an open process, and that's... I'm going to go with what John Shannon's going with. Process is still open. John's not sure who's had a chance to even be cleared to talk to who. So let's just say as an example, today there might have been an assistant coach that found out he's not going to be part of a new head coaching staff. Okay? Usually what happens is the league puts out uh, the general manager for that team will turn, put out an internal memo saying, hey, my guy's got term left on his deal, but you're available to talk to him if you want. But when you're trying to grab a guy from another organization that's currently under contract in a specified role, and that organization wants to keep him, then obviously permission needs to be granted. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Off to a quick timeout when we come back to GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. It's 118 in Edmonton. Uh, they're doing team meetings with the Edmonton Oil Kings today, but we wanted to uh, get Kurt Hill on, so we're just going to negotiate contact with him sometime here in the next minute and a half. Uh... Jason says, Bob, enough of this Loverboy stuff from Jason. Almost Paradise was the song in Footloose that you're thinking of from Melissa. Thank you. So we've got Heaven in Your Eyes and we got Almost Paradise, and there was some connection between Loverboy with both those songs. I don't know what they are. But you know what? We have a very knowledgeable listenership. I don't think there's any debate about that. Either that or there's a bunch of people right now hopping on the old Wikipedia to help educate us, because that's what Brendan was doing on the fly. Did you realize how often you had to do this when we initially interviewed you for this position? How many times you were going to have to go to Wikipedia and look stuff up? Not at all, but it's a lot of fun. It brings me into the show, so yeah, I've got yeah, no complaints. Yeah. we got to get you caught up on Game of Thrones, though, man. Like, seriously. I've got uh, six more seasons to catch I, up I on. can't believe a, a guy of your generation, you know, shocking. But you probably do like Drake, don't you? Old Drake. Old, Old Drake. Like when Drake first came out, and this is going to sound super hipster and terrible, but uh, when Drake first came out, I was a big fan. Since then, it's really tapered off. So You know why I'm not a big fan? Because he's like all over sports media in Toronto, and it's just like, come on, man. He loves the spotlight. Yeah, like, that's that, all it's ever been about. Well, there's a bit of that with this. You know who doesn't love the spotlight? McDavid. There's an understated guy that's not all about the spotlight, right? All right. Uh... Mitch the Greater says, Bob, are you saying that Gully has been told that he won't be back for Mitch the Greater? Not at all, Mitch. 
Not at all. What I'm saying is I know for a fact that the Buffalo Sabres were interested in Glenn Gulletson last year. He's been a head coach twice in the NHL. They're looking for a head coach. We'll see what happens in Buffalo. Uh, I would assume at this time, coaches earn a contract. And let's take that for what it's worth. So don't assume anything as to who's who's going and who's back. All right, as promised, yesterday the Edmonton Oil Kings season came to an end. They played hard. They played right to the bitter end. They lost 4-2, uh, which corresponded with their series loss to a team that was the best team in the WHL all season. Kurt Hill, in his first year as president and GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings, joins us right now. Kurt, how are you? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you doing? Good. How difficult was that for you guys yesterday to go through? Or, I mean, it's always difficult for the 20-year-olds and maybe a 19-year-old like Fix Wolanski, but it's also bittersweet knowing how far the team got this year. So maybe educate our listeners on what that's like. Well, it was very difficult, I think, for the guys. I mean, at the second half of the season, we, were, we had one of the best records in the league. and We, we really believed that uh, we had a team that could win it all. And, um, you know, we played we played really well, like right down right down the stretch. We we're playing great in the playoffs, and so it's difficult for our guys to understand that it came to an end. I think a lot of them are just kind of they're still a little bit uh, disappointed here today when we're doing our exit meetings. But all in all, you know, a lot of credit given to those guys what they were able to accomplish this season. Well, you go from 22nd to the third round of the playoffs. That's a quantum leap forward for the organization. Uh, the game itself yesterday, to me, I mean, a couple things, a couple short side goals, uh, and then also a turnover that led directly to one of those goals. I mean, you're team, playing against a team that's got Ian Scott in goal. I mean, this guy might be the best goaltender in the entire league. And that's no disrespect to your guy, but you're playing against a guy that can stop the puck. Uh, you can't give away any goals, can you? Yeah, no, it's difficult playing from behind. I, I mean, I thought I was, we were really happy scoring early. I thought it was really good for our group to get that first goal. And then, you know, they get a couple quick ones and we're, we're chasing the game again. You know, the third period, we, we didn't capitalize on the five on three. That would have been, you know, that changes the dynamic of the game again. And, you know, we, we don't even push for one game at the end and you never know what can happen. But, um, yeah, again, just getting behind and playing behind in the series. Played it behind a lot in that series. And testament to their team. They they got a they got a good group over there. And you know, I felt the two games that we did win, we we found a way to get the Ian Scott, and we were we scored some we scored some good goals on him. And uh, you know, testament to him, he's a good goalie, and he found a way to bounce back and give them some real quality starts. Kurt, in my opinion, other than Kelowna back in 2015 when they had Leon and uh, Josh Morrissey. Now, PA's still got to beat Vancouver, but I think this this has PA's got the chance to be the best team maybe since that team that Leon had that maybe could have won if uh, some different decisions were made with line deployment during that series. Um, let's talk about your team moving forward. You graduate three 20-year-olds. They were all significant contributors for you. Yeah, you know, they're, uh, again, you bring in character guys like that. Um, it's interesting bringing in 20-year-olds that really weren't, weren't a part of your group, that like, didn't build and grow with the organization. So um, those guys came in with a great attitude, and um, it's amazing what they were able to leave with our young guys. I give them a lot of credit to what, uh, you know, a lot of the guys in the room looked to your 20-year-olds, and they were able to build a, a really good room, a real good family in there. So those guys did, a, did an exceptional job, and I think it was a big big turning point for our team when we got Andrew Flight and that trade happened. Just having the opportunity to bring a guy in, that's one. And, um, I give that uh, a lot of credit to the reason we got through a couple playoff rounds. And, um, yeah, some big, miss- some big losses there, losing those guys next season. But 
opportunity for guys to step up and have bigger roles. Trey Fitzmolanski, uh, San Jose sent a 20-year-old back, and he was a big difference maker in the series against you guys. That's Noah Gregor. I mean, I don't know if Columbus is going to go down that path, but I'll say this about Trey. If he went out as an Oil King, he went out the right way yesterday because he was the best player on the ice. Yeah, he was. He was. He had a great game yesterday. I mean, that, uh, not too many people, if you're at that game, are going to forget the hit and the goal, the same shift. It's pretty incredible what he was able to accomplish this year and um, was our leader right from right from the start to the finish. And uh, I think he got the opportunity to grow so much as a player, being, being a captain in our team. And, uh, yeah, I think with Trey, he's going to go and join. He's going up with uh, the American League team now, so he's going to get some good opportunity up there in pro. And I think, I mean, with the season that he had, I think at this point you gotta you got to plan uh, – plan for him not to be back next year just i mean he was an exceptional player maybe they send him back and you know obviously we'd be thrilled as an organization to have him back but at the same time for us here we want the best for trey and trey's goals are to be in pro and and that's uh we'll support for him all right so this is a draft year for matthew robertson but the one guy that to me in the playoffs really took a step forward was jake neighbors he's a 2020 potential first rounder and uh, you're going to need those guys moving forward here aren't you yeah, you know, a lot of guys on our team, everybody took a step this year, and that was that was critical to our team's success. Everybody had career years, and everybody took a took that next step, and Jake did in the playoffs. And he's he's going to be a big part of things here. He's, you know, he's a leader already in our group and our locker room. Um, you know, he's a guy that's been a part of the international events, too, and you know, he, he's got that style of play in the tough games. It's you have players that can step up like that when the game gets tough. And, you need those third-period goals. You need those big overtime goals. You know, Jake proved that this year, and he's going to be a big part of things here moving forward. You, you integrated Dylan Gunther a little bit. Uh, I think he played eight games in the regular season, number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft. You got Keegan Slaney as well, and uh, I would—I mean, they're both 16-year-olds next year. They're both going to be on the team. Well, I think we got to—we got to do some planning over the summer here. I don't, you know, I don't. It's we got to make sure that that's right for both those players that, uh, you know, we feel that they're both ready to play and we feel that they're both going to have a significant role. I think it's important not to not to rush guys if you don't think they're ready. Um, and our team, I mean, at the same time, we have, we're a pretty deep team still. I know we lose some teams. You know, I know we have 10D returning to camp. We have a lot of great forwards returning to camp. We have to adjust some of the older, some of the, the scoring, obviously, that we're going to lose, but I think guys are going to step up and, you know, that's sort of the one thing about this team is we have a lot of depth and we have a lot of prospects. So um, that's great as an organization when you come to training camp and there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of battles to make uh, spots. And you know, I think for players looking into our team and, and seeing how Brad runs the bench, and you know, we rolled four lines, we held six D played. So it's for a player that's coming into an organization knowing that you're going to get opportunity if you're on the team. That's got to be pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, WHL Bantam draft this week. How many picks do you guys have? Uh, well, we have the only pick we're missing is our fifth, and we have uh, two sixths. So we're probably um, yeah, we'll probably end up picking eight to ten players. And where do you guys pick overall? Like nineteen twenty? We're eighteen, eighteen. You're... Yeah, our fourth is a uh, Seattle's fourth, so fourth we'll pick a little earlier. But uh, then we have two six, one of most just six. So yeah. All right, Kurt. Uh, hey, it was a great year. We'll have you on lots over the summer. Thanks for your time. Appreciate that, Bob. Thanks a lot. You bet. That's Kurt Hill, president, GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. that got eliminated yesterday by Prince Albert. I'll say it right now. Since, you know, WHL's gone to 22 teams, 
and maybe I'm a byproduct of uh, the WHL success in the past, but it seemed like for about a 25-year run, the WHL would win two out of every three Memorial Cup championships. There's been one in the last 10 years, the Edmonton Oil Kings in 2014. Dreisaitl could have won in 2015 with Kelowna. That was a really good team. Um, if Prince Albert gets past Vancouver, I think it's the best chance to win since Dreisaitl's team in 2015. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back in Oilers Now, Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.